Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation on cultural traits. We hope you enjoy. For, for someone listening, this might, I tend to be a fairly theoretical thinker, so I'm sorry if some of this is a bit, um, <laughs> I don't, it might sound vague. So let me try to be more specific. Um, let me, let me try to be more practical. Like I, if I want to grow, this is what I believe. If I want to grow, if I want to be healthier, I have to strive to be more trustworthy. Mm. Um, so, so for example, so like, let me, let me maybe unpack that a little bit more. If, you know, if, if I want to be in a healthier spot, if, if I want to grow, like, like this whole podcast is called relational recovery, the mm-hmm. relational recovery podcast. What that means is we're talking about every one of us, Austin, you, myself included, like we we're all trying to figure out how to be, how to relate with other people and ourselves. Like we, we say the four fundamental relationships are my relationship with God, others, myself in the world around me. And we're all kind of wrestling, right, with being healthy with all four of those relationships. We're in relational recovery. The only way to have a healthy relationship is to have trust. Like, mm-hmm. like think the foundation about, of relationships. The foundation of relationships. Think, think about a marriage that um, one spouse, right, um, has an affair. The reason that is so, you know, it's so hard to repair is because trust has been broken. And if mm-hmm. you can't trust someone, you have nothing, right? You have nothing relationally. And so, so, so like you said, you're exactly right, in my opinion, that the foundation of relationship is trust. And so for anyone listening, and for us, like we're in this boat too, if we want to grow relationally, we have to, we have to grow in being trustworthy. And I think a lot of us, we, we've gotten good at hiding and like you said, avoiding pretending, um, doing one thing and, and, you know, saying one thing and doing another deception, all of these things. And and we think about these things as being like arbitrary or made up rules, or I can get around the rules, but what happens is if we're not careful is they will destroy relationships because they destroy trust and it comes back to trust. So as Jim Cofield always says, you want to build trust, do trustworthy things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not words. It's not words. It's not words. No. It's it's if you want if you want to be trusted, be trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So that and so you know, I could say it a different way. If you want to have healthy relationships, you first have to build trust. Yeah. So uh, an example of of what it means to be trustworthy is when you are held accountable, listen and actually respond to it. Um, and follow through on the thing that is being brought up to you. So like, if, if you're saying like, Hey, you're always late, like accept that. And so a trustworthy thing to do after you've been held accountable for not being on time is to show up on time regularly, like consistently, not just once, but that builds trust. That's an issue of Mm -hmm. trust. You're absolutely Mm -hmm. right. Right. I mean, if, if I, if I consistently am not showing up to a meeting that we have on time, you, you are going to lose trust in me that when you need me to be somewhere, am I actually going to be there when I say I'm going to be, that's an issue of trust fundamentally, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when, if we're, if we're wondering, it's like, man, why don't these, why, why can't I get, why am I not trusted? Well, we have to look at our actions because we can't control, like I, this is specifically on us because whether it's valid or not, if someone is distrustful of you, you can't change their attitude by saying, I'm very trustworthy. You can only change their attitude towards you by consistently being trustworthy. And if they still don't trust you, that is really, that's not on you because what you can control is your actions and your responses. If we are consistently doing trustworthy things, following through on what we say we're going to do, that's going to build trust. Maybe not in that individual, but in the people around you seeing what you're doing because they see that's a trustworthy guy. That's how you build trust. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, for many of us, we, um, I think, you know, and I do believe in good and evil. Like I believe in right and wrong. Um, not that we make it up, but that, you know, I, I believe, um, in God. And so I believe that, that, that a lot of that is, is inspired in, in the Bible. Um, that's my worldview. And I think that I, and I say all that to say, I think what happens for, for a lot of us is a lot of how we learn to trust comes from, um, early, early in life. Um, our parents, the, the, the earliest caregivers that we had in our lives and no parent is perfect, right? No parent does everything right, right. But some of us had better parents than others. And I think for many of us, what happens is if our earliest caregivers weren't trustworthy, we, we, you know, evil kind of camps out there. And some of us can really struggle to trust because because our earliest example, the people that were supposed to be trustworthy in our lives proved not to be. And so for many of us, we end up have we kind of we kind of start off in life in a in a rougher spot. Is there we can grow? I I believe we can grow, we can change, we can get healthier, but we have to we have to first kind of ask ourselves, what is kind of what what's my uh where am I at in my trust in my trusting? Because mm-hmm. not only is it about me being trustworthy, but but kind of where am I at and how I'm and in my ability to trust others, and and so that's more what I'm talking about right now is like how trusting am I? Because if it's really hard for me to trust other people, that probably has its genesis earlier in my life, and it's going to make it really hard to be relational, relationally healthy because how we relate is how we relate. So, you know, if I, if I'm distrustful, that's probably, that's going to show up in my relationship with God. It's going to show up in my relationship with myself. It's going to show up in my relationship with others. It's going to show up in my relationship with the world around me. And so there might be exaggerated anxiety because I don't trust myself. There might be um, interpersonal conflict because I don't trust others. There might be a distance in a very transactional relationship with God because I don't really trust that he's got my best interest in mind. I've got to prove and do good for him so that he does good for me. And then, and then with society around me, with, with my work relationship, my relationship with my work, my relationship with my neighborhood, those are all going to be also fractured in some way because there's a distrust in me. And so again, I'm just going back to trying to paint a picture of why trust is such a significant um, aspect in our, in our, you know, in our journey to relational recovery. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back with part four in our conversation on cultural traits tomorrow. We'll see you then.